Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Down in your car to your home Every week it's something new A deep talk or an interview She'll make it laugh, she'll make it cry When it's dark out, she's a light When you're down, get your feeling right Oh man, that's some fun Hi friends, welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Before we dive into today's conversation, I want to tell you about one of our incredible sponsors, AG1 by Athletic Greens. One of my favorite ways to cover my nutritional basis for the day at the very start of the day is to drink AG1. I know it's helping me kick off the day with essential brain, gut, and immune health support, and it has a ton of vitamins, probiotics, and nutrients from Whole Foods. I just mix one scoop of AG1 in really cold water once a day. It makes me feel so much more energized and ready for the day. It's just a really simple way for me to get all my vitamins and nutrients without having to take a bunch of supplements. Plus, if I'm running short on time in the morning or if I'm traveling, I just grab a travel pack and take it with me so I don't have to skip my AG1 routine. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. We're so grateful. So if you want to take ownership over your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash sounds fun. That's drinkag1.com slash sounds fun. Y'all check it out. Today on the show, I'm so thankful to get to have my friend Lainey Renee. Lainey is a wife, a mom, a worship artist, author, and speaker, a former backup dancer. That's how I met her. Today, we're talking about what Lainey calls the single most important question a woman has to ask herself. Who am I? Oh, it's beautiful, y'all. Lainey tackles this in her new book called Daughter, Becoming Who You Already Are. It comes out tomorrow. I've gotten to read it. It is good. It is really good. Put it in some Easter baskets. We talk about why this conversation on identity and security and who God made us to be really matters right now and why it matters to the generation behind us as well. You're going to love getting to know her. So here is my conversation with my friend, Lainey Renee. 
Laney, welcome to That Sounds Fun. Thanks for having me. I mean, sorry <laughs> that you're just getting here. You should have been here a thousand times by now. I'm Aww. so sorry. Gosh. But what a lot. treat. I'm excited. Um, this I, is like such an honor. <laughs> uh, get out of here. It's just us. I know, but um, still. I loved when you your book, Daughter, Becoming Who You Already Are, um, you start talking about when you're on the road as a dancer. And I was like, I mean, that is when we met. I 20, know. I knew we were going to talk about 12, this today. 12, maybe? 11 or 12? I feel like it would have been four, four, 13 or 14. Oh, 13 or 14 is when you were yes, with Britt. Because I I quit in 2017. Okay. How long, no. were, how long no, did no, you no. dance? That, wait. Yeah, 2017. Okay. So you did like years yeah. with her. Yeah. That oh, was like my, my whole gosh. college yeah. kind of experience. I didn't go to college. Yeah, Those you talk my, about that in the yes. book about how yeah. your years here when you and yeah. Sadie were living together were like yes. your college years. Yes, yeah. yes. It was amazing. But yeah, that was my college experience. I okay. was on a tour bus. <laughs> so many of the people listening I think will think this is so fascinating about your life because there are so many people who are raising little girls who are dancers or who danced when they were young and you like literally got the call of like, do you want to come on tour as our full-time Yes. And dance full time. Yes. And you were doing huge <laughs> arenas and stages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you look back on it now, what what was God doing with your life then? What was that about? Man, uh, you know, just thinking back to when I was like 18, I had so much in my heart that I wanted to do. Yeah. Like I, I remember just like feeling this like burning in my soul mm. and going, God, I know this is from you. But I don't know what to do with it. Like, yeah. what is this? And um, something that actually is super cool about my just kind of dance story for those who are dancers is I was not technically trained. Really? Uh-uh. No. You're I, just like a good dancer? No, I'm. but it's not <laughs> It's not my skill. Like, it was one of the coolest things in my life, really? honestly, to look back and go, God, that was so you doing that and qualifying me for something that I what? was honestly so unqualified okay, for. Okay, how did it happen? Um, so I grew up like singing and dancing and like, I was in this ministry where we would go to nursing homes yeah. and perform and just really just, just share through the your love. church. Yes. Uh, no, it was a separate organization. Okay. Um, but we would just share the love of Jesus with people and I grew to love that. And yeah. so when I was 18, um, I went to a Brit Nicole concert and I remember just standing in the crowd and going, God, I want to do something like that. Wow. Um, didn't have to be like necessarily even dancing. Like yeah. I love to dance. It was a passion of mine, but I, I just saw the way she ministered to people and yeah. heard their stories. And I went, I, I want to do something like yeah. that. Like I, that's the burning in my soul that yeah. I feel. And um, I there's so there's so many details I and you all know this. all like some of it here and there. But uh -huh. um, I was dating a guy who auditioned for um, she put out a tweet and basically said, like, I'm looking for dancers for my tour. And he auditioned my boyfriend. Yeah. Did, and I thought I'm not good enough. I won't even audition. I won't even try. Oh, wow. And so he started touring with her first. Oh, wow. And um, that's when I was like, oh, I really... Uh, I, that's when I saw her, found out about her and went, God, I want to do something like that. But I didn't have the training or anything. I, I love to dance, but I didn't have the training. Yeah. And, um, I started just learning her choreography and felt oh like gosh. God had put that on my heart, started watching all her YouTube videos, learning her like show. And she had another dancer that couldn't make it to a show one time. And she called, she knew that I danced. So she yeah. just literally went out on a limb and asked me to fill in 
for this other girl. And, and just I, knew you through your boyfriend. Literally, yeah. yes. And But I had I knew it all. Oh like I was God. the only one who knew the show. It was right. so last minute. But it was one of those things where it was like God had put that in me, like yeah. faith that he was going to do something. Even if I never actually performed the show, it did something so good in my relationship with him that – um, just to like pursue something, go for it. And even if it doesn't look like what I thought he was going to do something wow. good with it. Wow. And, um, and yeah, she called me and I stepped in for one show and then I stayed with her for four years. That is crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that other poor dancer who was like, I was sick and now <laughs> I don't had, have a job. So she had a, <laughs> I know, she had a surgery that she, yeah. she couldn't make it. And so she was out for a while. Right, and right, so, right. and then they this had shows sense. build up. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, ha- it wasn't ill-intended by any oh means. Oh my gosh, but, of course not. But yeah, she Britain, just, of course not. she couldn't make it. And so they needed somebody. So, wow. I mean, yeah. that is such an interesting anecdote for people to hear because so many of us are waiting for the invitation to yeah. do the preparation. Yeah. And you're saying, do the preparation and then see if the invitation comes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because so you also, the whole show. I literally learned the whole show. And sometimes it was embarrassing. Like, as far as like, I would be up in my room for hours learning all of yeah. that and wondering, what am I doing? You know, of course, yeah. I had those moments where I was like, why am I doing this to yeah. myself? Um, but I, be- I believed God. <laughs> I mean, it's very <laughs> And like even saying Noah. that sounds funny. I'm like, why did I do that? Did I really have that kind of faith? But like, I, yeah, it was just. God put something yeah. in me that went, okay, I believe somehow in this, you're going to do something with this. Yeah. And then that's what led to so much of what I'm doing now. I started music through that. Yeah. I started writing through that. Um, yeah. yeah. Man, <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, we were on Girls of Grace together yes. with Point of Grace uh, 1,000 years ago. <laughs> and um, But I loved it. I mean, y'all, whenever – so. For our friends listening, every weekend I was on and the musicians rotated. So the two or three yeah. speakers of us, we were on every show and y'all rotated in whenever your calendar. So whenever I knew Britt was yes. coming, I was like, yes, I love Britt. I love Lainey. I was always Aww. like, it, those were my favorite weekends when y'all were it there, when so Freaking Country was there. Well, it was a win-win because it is was Royal still, Taylor. They still do that. I don't think no. so, which is too bad because it was such a it good so like, event for girls. Yeah. Um, we'll have to bring it back. <laughs> I know. Let's, oh, my gosh. You mean Britt. So, Lainey, what did you learn? I mean, one of my favorite things, we talked about this with Kane, is when they were here, is you can learn so much about what you want to be by watching other people do it. Yeah. What did you learn about serving God in the public eye from Britt? Man, um, Britt always stopped for the one. And um, does, I actually think I thought about yeah. that. I've, I think about that often because if I not, had not walked with her through that season, yeah. I don't even think I would know how to just kind of walk in some of the things that God has brought me into now yeah. and how to really talk to people and get to know them. And um, I was homeschooled all the way up and talking in front of people was never my thing, like very uncomfortable in front of crowds. Um, But just seeing her genuine love for people and the way that she listened to God and like Mm. just truly did what she felt led to do versus what everyone told her to do or felt like she should do, um, she trusted him. And I feel like just watching her walk that out has helped me tremendously now in this season just to trust um 
just that he's leading me and that even like with the no's, like I watched her say no to things that, you know, some people might say, oh, that's crazy. You know, why did you say no to that? But the amount of times um, now I've been able to look at that and see God's faithfulness and also just taking care of her and go, okay, he's going to take care of me. And even though I don't understand why this is a no, I can say no and trust that you're going to be faithful. And I learned so much from her, honestly. Like I could probably just name off a million things, but that's probably the thing that sticks out the most is just how she stopped for people and heard their stories Mm -hmm. and um, really stayed in touch. Like a lot of the people that she met on the road, she actually had a relationship with and they'd come back to the show and she'd watch them grow and learn. and Like audience members. Yes. Oh Oh, yeah. They'd come back before the show and we'd talk to them and- that's how I fell in love with that. Like genuine, genuine, like you grew up in a, I grew up in an amazing home, Christian home. I have generations of faith on all sides of me, but just seeing that like put to action with people that she didn't even know was so valuable for my life. Um, yeah, she's, she's amazing. She's amazing. I love seeing her re-enter yeah. The public space. Yeah. I need to call her and have yeah. her come on because yes. she hasn't come on the show yet. But I, I, I just love. She's awesome. She's pretty public that her her life changed a lot and she mm-hmm. needed a break from mm-hmm. the public eye for a minute. But man, I just, because of all those things you just said, the way she sees people and the way she, I mean, her her singing voice yes. flat out is, <laughs> I want it back in yes. the public eye and the public yes. ear. And I would say too, she would stop the whole show. Like really? she would literally stop the show and have a worship moment yes. or like minister to somebody. Yes. And we'd be back there skating and dancing, doing yes. everything. Yes. And it'd be like, where's Britt? You yeah. know, and yeah. she is right there yeah. just having a moment, a one-on-one moment to minister to somebody. Yes. And that's such a picture of Jesus and how he stopped for people. He was never in a hurry. Mm-hmm. You know, he met people where they are and like truly yeah. heard their their heart and met their need. Yeah. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this. I don't know if you knew this happened. We were in Minneapolis and I was teaching right before y'all. Okay. Right before Brit. And I mean, the room was, it was a massive church in Minneapolis. I bet there were four or 5,000 girls there and their moms. Wow. And it's the end of the day. I'm the last speaker and they know the only thing left is Brit. Sis, when I tell you. I am teaching and girls are crawling down the aisle <laughs> to the front so that they can be to in the get fr- there. Uh-huh. Yes, the producer, them. Jason, has to come out on stage while I'm teaching and Until, send them all back to their seats. You know what? I think I remember that. Uh-huh. Yes. Brutal. It was so good. But for those, those my- shows were the most fun for us because so it was fun. like the, the crowd was so hype. So hype. Yes. They were so hype. I mean, it was, I was dying laughing. I was like, what is that? I am like teaching the Bible and there are teenagers crawling to down get the to aisle. Yeah. To, not for me, for Brit, because they have a belief system that Brit, Nicole, and Doesn't you guys are coming you just want to turn around and walk away. Oh, for sure. I want to be like, can we, let's just stop. Like, is, if Brit's ready, yeah, she can have them. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was such a good, um, it was, it was painful for my ego, but it was such a good experience to have of like, th- those are those unique ones yeah. that you go like, I'll never forget this. Forget that moment. And yeah. It, it, yeah, it was wild. Um, when you left, you were really tired. You write about it yes. in Daughter. I think yes. it's one of the reasons this book is really important for people to read. Um, there aren't a lot of people in there. Are you still in your twenties? Are you 30 yet? I'm about to be 30. Oh, you're going to love it. 
30s are great. You're going to love it. I'm excited. Um, there's not a lot of people. It just feels weird mentally. Oh, I'm like, whoa. Totally. I'm going to be 30. Yeah, that's right. It is. It, uh, yes, you're yes, exactly right. It's crazy. Um, there aren't a lot of people in their 20s that are writing about when a dream comes true and then it finishes. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know if you ever dance again. You may. I don't know. Yeah. But um, on a public stage like that. But you really talk about in the book how, like, you walked away you knew this dream was yeah. done. The yeah. season was done. Yeah. How did you know? How did you know when to walk away from the, quote, dream job? Um, I think I knew long before I actually took the step because um, so much of my life, like I said, I was dating the other dancer. Yeah. And the main root for me in that was that that relationship wasn't full of peace. Mm. I didn't have peace in yeah. that relationship. Yeah. And if I was going to keep dancing... And then like hold hands, like we have right. a love, uh, we we dance to a love song yes, together yes. and held hands across the stage. Yes. And, you know, um, it just felt impossible to actually keep doing that mm. and be at peace. And so I would say a big part of it was that. Um, but I also just felt like God was just saying, like, I have some other things for you. Mm. And um, with dance, I think dance was a way I like hid in the background. Um, right. I always like had a, a heart, not necessarily like, like I'm a vocalist, but just a heart for worship. And I wanted to write songs. And for me, backup dancing was a safe way to like, I always mouthed the words and sang the entire time I danced. Wow. Well, dancers aren't really supposed to do that. Yeah. And so they'd have talks with me, like not in any mean way or anything, but Lane, like stop singing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But it was just so in me. And I just felt like God was just saying like, it's time, like I'm bringing wow. you into a new season. And so much of just knowing that was his peace. Yeah. Um, I remember reading, Proverbs 3.17, it's talking about wisdom's ways, and it says her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. Wow. And I read that, and I just remember thinking, like, I am not living in the peace that God has for me. Wow. And not that it wasn't there, like, at one point, but I've I've outstayed my welcome here. Wow. And not because of anyone else, but because of where God yeah, is leading sure. me. And um, I basically, in the same few weeks like decided told Britt that I was done dancing um and I broke up with the guy I was dating actually right before our last tour started oh gosh so that was kind of Lord. bizarre yeah because you're you still know, sharing we literally a bus on the same bus right. every night across from each other uh. in the same bunk and um but God really did so much in my heart even through that last tour and um just like just probably the first time I remember every time I would get off stage, I would go straight to my bunk and close the curtain and just have a like just an overwhelming moment with God. And just I remember just saying, God, I'm so broken. Like my heart is mm. so broken. Would you just hold me? Yeah. And falling in love with who he is in that season like I had never known before. And like I said, I grew up in a Christian home. I have right. memories with God throughout my life. Like it, it's not like I hadn't had encounters or moments with him. But something was changing. And I can even remember specifically hearing him say, like, in that broken state, um, 
I'm you're going to share your story. And I remember oh, wow. thinking like, God, what story do I have to share? Mm. I don't feel like I have anything right. to say. I, I feel like I've failed. I feel like I've ignored you. You know, wow. I've, I've walked in a lack of peace for so long. How could you redeem this? Um, nobody's going to truly love me yeah. again. And I had believed all of those lies. And in that last tour, it's we were on Winter Jam. It was yeah. three months long. Y'all and broke up before Winter Jam. Literally. Every weekend before, of three months, yes. you're together on the same bus. Yes. Oh, um, Lord. But that was also the same. Um, I met Sadie the week tour started. Oh, right. Um, so wow. God, Did you switch buses? No. Oh, I would no. have been like, I'm going to get no. with my best friend. No, I mean, I, I, I thought about it, but it also, yeah. like, even in that, I felt like God was saying no. Uh, like, no, you. Was like, she the speaker that year? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, she had, like, a, she was still kind of starting out. Yeah. So she had a 10-minute, you know, yeah. set whenever they were changing. Well, I mean, good on them. And I, I really love Winter Jam. I have not seen them have a lot of women speak. Wow. And so I wow. am so excited that That's Sadie cool. did that. That's yeah, awesome. She's done it a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, um, I love it. But yeah, God was just, we met in that first week and she had just broken up with a guy for yeah. a, from like a long relationship. And we both just sat on the floor and cried and like told our whole story in one moment. And like Wichita we're or like, somewhere. Okay, yeah. we're best friends. <laughs> and because the tour was so long, like you yeah. really, you're either going to be friends or you're not going to be friends. Like you're going to see each other every That's day. Right. And so many people fall in love on that tour yeah. because they're, you're just like in summer camp for three months. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. literally what it's like. Yeah. Or like, I always imagined, I'm like, is this like what the first day of school is like? Where you're like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, who am I going to totally. be friends with? You know? That was exactly, you did have yes, a first day of school experience, right? The start of yes. Winter Jam. You're totally right. Um, but we made it and gosh, she's just been an incredible friend. And we yeah. walked that season together. We yeah. were both really coming out of a lot of brokenness and instead of for the, for the first time i remember just going man like we didn't just i think in friendships a lot of times you comfort each other in the yeah. way of like i'm here too but a lot of times it's easy to just stay there yeah. like just stay in the comforting stage yes but i felt like for the first time and why our friendship really has thrived and been healthy and we've stayed friends through season changes and moves and yeah. all of that is we went, okay, this is like, we acknowledge where we are, but like, let's run. Let's wow. run to Jesus. Let's run towards freedom. Let's discover more of who he is and what he has for us and encourage yeah. each other in that. And she really helped me walk that season out um, because I think it would have been really easy to go back. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our amazing partners, Happy Viking. Now, listen, I've always respected Venus Williams. I've never been dying to be her friend until I started drinking Happy Viking every morning of my life. It's so good. When you're trying to add a little protein to a smoothie or a yogurt bowl or dessert or whatever, there are a million protein powder options out there. So I'm always wanting to make sure that I'm the one I am taking has like the best ingredients and still tastes so good. So have you tried Happy Viking? Listen, I feel like I'm the newest evangelist for Happy Viking. It has got everything you need in one plant-based powder, which I really love, protein, vitamins, minerals, probiotics, prebiotics, fiber, electrolytes, and more, and only two grams of sugar. Plus 93% of customers 
including your girl AFD, says Happy Viking is the best tasting plant protein powder they have ever had. Okay, so the flavors. The flavors of Happy Viking include triple chocolate, which was what I had this morning. It was awesome. Vanilla bean, strawberry smoothie, green colada, iced coffee, and cookies and cream. Y'all, that one is so good, too. I actually switched to triple chocolate because my cookies and cream is running low and I didn't want to run out yet. I mean, just mix it with some peanut butter and banana and almond milk, and it's like your own little healthy milkshake. Here's the whole truth. It is better than a Frosty. It's better than a Frosty. When Venus Williams was diagnosed with a career-ending autoimmune disease in 2011, she created Happy Viking Protein and Superfoods Powder to transform her health and then went on to have the longest career in tennis history, y'all. Happy Viking Protein and Superfoods Powder, made by tennis champion Venus Williams, who I'm dying to be friends with now. If you know her, please connect us. It is hands down the best-tasting plant protein powder out there. Visit drinkhappyviking.com and use the code TSF for 20% off your first purchase. That's 20% off at drinkhappyviking.com with the code TSF. I cannot wait to hear what you think about it. All right, we all know the way our hair or skin look can sway our mood and impact our day. If one of them feels off, it just feels like the day is starting off on the wrong foot. I've never found beauty products that really fit my personal hair goals, but ever since I switched to a custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Healthier, shinier hair and healthier skin too. With pros, personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. For example, my custom shampoo and conditioner, which I love, they formulate to make my hair more manageable, shiny, hydrated. It's amazing, y'all. They truly deliver. Pros is better for the planet, too. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback, adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life, the city that I'm living in. It is amazing, you guys. Pros is so confident that they'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order. You guys, 5-0. off your first subscription order at pros.com slash that sounds fun. So you get your free consultation and then you get 50% off at pros.com slash that sounds fun. This is the season to try pros if you have not tried them before. Pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P R O S E dot com slash that sounds fun. Y'all, I recently placed a Thrive Market order for my place in New York so that I'd have all the essentials stocked in the pantry and refrigerator when I'm there. And I want you to hear what I saved as a Thrive member. Okay, I got protein shakes, creamer, chips, soaps, and some other things, you know, all the necessary things. I spent $70 and saved $33.39. Y'all, that is so much money. It's seriously so easy. It also shipped right to my door. Plus, I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods, and they have an online filtering system that allows you to sort based on what you're looking for. So if you're hunting for gluten-free options or dairy-free snacks, you can curate your own shopping experience really easily. They always have a deals page, too, that you can look through as well. Oh, I love it. And when you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. It's awesome. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Just go to thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun and get 30% off your first order plus that free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash that sounds fun. Thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun. Okay, now back to our conversation with Lainey. That sounds fun. 
Why'd you tell Brit before Winter Jam instead of like the last weekend? Because um, a lot of no, people who are quitting sorry. jobs are like. I told her at the end. Okay. No, I did. I told her at the end. I broke up with him at the beginning. Gosh, you're like, Brit, sorry, yes. I broke up with my boyfriend. Who is um, your But other I had dancer? decided. Yeah. I had decided, yeah. okay, this is, this is what, this right. is my decision. Right. So when she came back and like, was like, what's your, you know, yeah. how do you feel that I, I had already decided, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so that was hard and also made it easier because I had felt like I'd already kind of dealt with it mm-hmm. in my spirit, that yeah. whole time. You had a career for four years or something, right? Yes. Five years. Yeah. And then you finish Winter Jam and you're done. You write about yes. this some in the book. What What was the next <laughs> week like? Did you just go on vacation? Did you do laundry and lay on your bed? Like, what I think did you I went do? home at first. And where um, are your parents? Are your parents in Dallas? My too? parents are in Dallas. Okay. And, um, but then when I came back, it's hard to remember now because God, it really has redeemed so much. Yeah. Like just remembering even just the state that I was yeah. in my mind. Yeah. Um, but one very memorable moment for me was sitting in my apartment. Uh, here? No, no, yes, yeah. here. Had just moved here because I moved here like basically after I decided I was done. Oh, so wow. I moved here without really a plan or a job. Right. <laughs> I had no, I had no plan B, but I felt like that was the whole point. Like I had held on so tightly to the, those things, things I had found my identity in. I was so like proud of that. I was a backup dancer, you know, like if you asked me who I was, I'd be like, I'm a backup dancer. (laughs) That was who I was. Um, And I had just held on so tightly that I felt like God, there was something to letting go before I had another plan. Yeah. And I remember sitting in my apartment and just going like, okay, I don't have this relationship that I've had forever and all the same friends. Um, I don't have this dream job anymore. And I'm away from my family. Like, who am I? Like, literally asking God, who am I? And I just remember my mom had sent me this video of me as a little girl recently. And in the video, I'm like three years old. And I same age as your daughter. Yes, same age as my daughter. So cute. Which is so cool. Um, thinking about now. But I in the video, I just pick up this little karaoke mic and I say, I love Jesus. And it wasn't necessarily about the words that I said to me, like in that moment, but it was just how, how I said it. And the fact that I was just a little girl, I was a daughter. I had nothing to prove, nothing to hide, no titles, no roles. I was just a daughter. Yeah. And in that moment, I just felt like God was reminding me, like, that's who you are to me. And Mm. that's the most important thing you'll ever be. Wow. And that moment really like changed my life um, for the next even just few months of not having anything lined up that I was doing. I just began to like let him show me who he is and who I was to him again. And I had grown up hearing daughter of the king. I had heard the phrases and things and but it never really like clicked for me. And um, I knew that I was his, but it was like. It was like it just hadn't gone totally from my head to my heart yet. Yeah. And in that season when I didn't have anything like going for me, it was like, oh, okay. Like yeah. suddenly this actually like makes sense. Like you don't care mm, <laughs> if yeah. I have, you know, all my successes or, you know, if I perform really well. Like, right. and I And I even see that even more with my daughter is yeah. – 
I just love her. Like, I don't care. You know, the most important thing I want her to know is how much God loves her. But what she does with her life with that, I don't care. Right. Girlfriend, run. (laughs) Right, right. Like, let him lead you, you know. And just seeing that, like, if that's my heart for my daughter, how much more is God's heart, you know, for me in that way that he would just just want me to be his. And that's the most important thing to him. I met with my editor last week and over lunch we were talking and I said, what's everybody writing right now? Like, what kind of (laughs) books are you seeing? And she was like, well, I want you to answer because you read everybody's books that come through. And so I was telling her kind of what I was seeing. And and so she starts making her list. She was like, here's what people are talking about right now. They're talking about attachment theory. They're talking about spiritual warfare or whatever. And, And then she says, and the thing people are always writing is identity in Christ books. And so why is that, lady? When you yeah. like, I mean, this isn't your first book. It's your, I mean, you yeah, have a devotional out. Yeah. So it's your first like trade book, as we say in the biz. <laughs> it's your first like chapter book yeah. is what I like to say. Why was this it for you though? Like, why is that, that statement you just said about like, I just want Ronnie to know that yeah. she belongs to God yeah. and that she is his and can she can do whatever she wants with life. Why is that the story you want to tell? Mm-hmm. I, I told my husband literally the other day, I was like, I think I knew the content, everything that was going to be in it before I even knew the title. Wow. Um, and I just feel like God has just kept putting on my heart, you know, the power of our testimony. Yeah. And um, I've known the scripture about we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word yeah, of our testimony yeah. my entire life. But as I was just thinking about that recently, I felt like it just clicked. It was one of those things where I was like, man, you put the blood of the lamb and the power of our testimony, the word of our testimony, like right next to each other. Yeah. So our testimony, we build our whole life on the blood of the lamb, like all of our faith, all of our hope, all of our trust is in the blood of the lamb. Yeah. Now it's put right next to our testimony. Our testimony must have so much power. And a lot of this book is my testimony. It's ways and moments. God has just met me with his love and, um, just through conversations with different people in my life, mentors, women ahead of me in years and just seasons and also girls younger than me. Yeah. It's the thing like you literally just said, we never grow out of. We never stop needing to be reminded who God is and who we are to him. And I had my grandmother read this book and oh, wow. she's been in ministry her entire life. And That's so cool. Or since she was like a teenager and so is my grandfather and. Um, she was like, I wept, you know, because it just brought up even for her remembering those moments of even her teenage years and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I bet she is living to get to read books that her granddaughter read. Yeah, well, that, you know, I think there's definitely that aspect too, but just the, you know, we never grow out of it. Like we, we just continually need to be reminded of that. And even though I just wrote this book, I'm like, I still need this. I know. I still like have moments with my daughter where I feel just chaos at times in my <laughs> mind and in my heart. Like last night, I was trying to get ready for today and I told her, baby girl, don't take my hairbrush. Yeah. Well, I go in my bathroom after she's sure. gone to bed and I cannot find my hairbrush. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to have it in the morning. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do? Me and my husband searched the house high and low. We're like, where's the hairbrush? <laughs> Finally, I was like, God, I need you. Because yes, I'm going to need my hairbrush Lord. in the morning. Yeah, that's right. Finally, I find it under like a piece of dirty clothes. And I was like, okay, <laughs> there we go. Thank you, God. The Lord cares about all of it. Yes, but yeah. I could feel the tension like rising in yeah. me of like, man. And it it's so simple. And I think often it's the thing that we're like, oh, we just 
know that. We know who we are. Now let's move on with life. Right. But it's really the thing that we have to continue to go back to and the thing that the enemy is after, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. even just since I I wrote this, just thinking about everything we have in God is because of Jesus. It's because of his son. And if we don't have that place as a daughter, what do we have? You know, Um, so of course the enemy is after our identity. Um, I've seen you twice this year at Sadie's yes. conference and at the Jay Walker's conference. Yes. Um, how, I love the Shinaki so much. They're so sweet. They're the I, I haven't had a lot of time with um, Allie yet, but yeah. we've just started to just connect. And yeah, so tell me and, what you see. I mean, I thought that was yeah. really interesting. When I was reading Daughter and I was thinking, Lainey not only is writing for me and your grandmother, <laughs> you're also writing for these women who are looking up to you that are younger yeah. than you. Sure. Um, I'm thinking about Easter baskets. I'm like, man, everyone <laughs> who has a teenage daughter or a college-age daughter needs to put this book in that Easter yeah. basket, right? Yeah. And so when you're looking at Allie, yeah. who looks incredibly confident on the internet, yeah, she and does. I'm sure she is, yeah. and also has moments like the rest of us, when you're looking at the girls that are 18, 19, 20 right now, mm-hmm that are on TikTok, that are putting their face on TikTok without any makeup as they do their yeah. get ready with me's, right? Why do they need to hear about their identity when they look like they've got it sorted? I mean, they look yeah. so much more confident than I, I was mean, at when, 18. When I think back to being 18 and 20 and when I look at, like, literally the other night, like we all do, I was going back through old pictures. Right. So I was like, man, I was right. in such good shape. Right. My hair was right. so blonde. Like right. I'm like, look, babe, right. <laughs> you know, I'm doing all that. And he was like, babe, you were 20. And I'm like, well, so? Like, yeah. what does that matter? Yeah. Um, but I would say also, I mean, I just told my whole story about how I was so insecure and not right. at peace and like not living confidently and in while I looked great, yeah. you know, and I think it just doesn't. You can look great, you can feel great, yeah. you can smell great, but that doesn't mean that. And I'm not saying that about <laughs> Allie or in, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. any of these. We're just talking about that generation yes, in general. That generation. Allie does yes. look great and smell great. Yes, it and is she true. is incredible <laughs> through so, and through. Gosh, she's amazing. Um, but I think a lot of people thought I was confident. A lot of people thought I was secure because I really tried hard to put yeah. that off. But when my confidence and security really came was when I went. I actually don't have it all together. I actually am really insecure in this area. And when I like admitted that, that's when I was able to encounter God's like love for me in that area and truly be secure. I've never found confidence in myself like ever. Like I, I, even today I'm walking in and I'm like, man, God, you're the only reason I'm here. You are my confidence. Carry me today. And, um, I, I can look at myself and find many reasons to be insecure yeah. and unqualified, like disqualify yes. myself. Yes. But but you have put a story and a testimony within me, mm. and it's of your strength yeah. and my weakness, yeah. and yeah. that's why I'm here. Um, and so I think I think there's a lot of pressure, eighteen to twenty five, yeah. yeah. honestly, to like. It's that age where I think dating is very amplified. You know, it's on people's minds. Everybody yeah. thinks they're going to get married, too, in that, like, set right. of years. So there's right. a lot of self-focus. And I th- Oh, yeah, that's really interesting. You're really thinking about you because you're trying to get yourself in front of all the right people. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I think all that pressure adds to that. Yeah. You know, you just, you, you want to feel secure so badly. Um, but if you just realize that yeah. <laughs> it's not going to come yeah. through those. And I think that's one of the hardest things to admit, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. it's not going to come from you. We yeah. want it to come from us. But I, I've never met a person who, you know, was truly confident, truly satisfied, yeah. truly fulfilled yeah. that it wasn't coming from Jesus. Right. You know, right. You, it's almost like you can feel even walking through so much insecurity. I think I can. I, it's almost like I can see it now mm-hmm. when somebody's in that state. Yep. And feel it. And I'm like, I just want to hug you. I just want to like, I just want to take that burden off of you. You know, that you are already loved. That you are already accepted by Like, you don't have to do all this. You don't have to. Like, don't wear yourself out. It's exhausting. That's That's exactly right. I tried. Yeah. Yeah. I have friends that I sometimes want to say that. And I'm sure people want to say that to me too at times. I want to be like, me too. It doesn't have to be this hard. It's still. It can be so much easier. We like you. We like you just as you are. You don't have to do all this. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It doesn't have to be that hard. Um, You talked earlier, and you talk about this in the book, too. You talked earlier about the older women in your life who you look up to that kind of invest in you. So I'm thinking about our friends listening who are in their 40s or 50s and think, my story will not matter to the Laney in my life. Yeah. My story will not. I, I... got married young and had a bunch of kids and and that's yeah. what I've spent my time doing. So I, my testimony isn't that, quote, exciting <laughs> or whatever. Will you talk about why why are people's stories that are ahead of you important to you? Yeah, because they've already gone before me. I'm like, yeah. you know something that I don't know yes. yet. Um, but I also think with like, it, I always feel like with God, like it's like an alternate reality that we live in. Huh. Like there is a... There is a new reality that we live in as daughters, you know, that's not um, typical or standard or the system of the world. Yeah. And so I can actually learn from someone way younger than me mm-hmm. by their faith. Like the script, like scriptures talk about um, not looking down on someone who's yeah, young, you yeah. know, um, but just recognizing like if somebody has the life of Jesus within them. You can learn from them yeah, and um, just to the person that may feel like they don't have a story, you know, my, I would say my mom um, might qualify for that lady, like who feels like she doesn't have something to say, Mm -hmm. but she is the most valuable um, voice in my life when it comes to like an older or just a woman in my life. She is the voice that um, ne- like has the most authority and strength and power in my life. I listen to her yeah. and yet my mom's not going to be the one to walk in a room and make her voice heard. Like she's going to be quiet and yeah. she's going to wait till she's asked a question. And I think those are sometimes the most valuable wow. voices to listen to yeah. because, um, you know, they're not quick to speak. Yeah. And, uh, my mom, my mom has an incredible story to tell of just wow. how God has, she dealt with um, so much of daughter, honestly, could be her story too, of just wow. how the, the lies of the enemy started when she was so young. Yeah, um, Her dad was an evangelist and traveled the world and she sang on stages when she was oh two years gosh. old and, you know, and was offered record deals and all these things. And she wanted to be a wife and a mom. Mm. That was her dream. Yeah. And um, she's poured 
everything into us. And she even said when she, when we all like left the house and yeah. got How many married, are y'all? Four, four of us, yeah, all married. So there's eight yeah. plus all the kids. You yeah. know, it's just a very large family. Um, but she kind of went into that season of okay, what's my purpose now? Yeah, like now wow. that we had all left, and I think a lot of women can get to that yes, stage. And yes. I even thought in writing this book, how can I write a book for all generations? Yeah, like that feels yeah. a little impossible. But um, having her in my life to speak into that and yes. how she was like, I that was a season I needed to be reminded that he takes me from glory to glory. And yeah. that um, I remember her telling me, she was like alone. Everybody had left. She our, Just our dog was at the house. Yeah. And she said she just heard, Rhonda, I don't do less than seasons. Wow. And, I don't um, do less than seasons. Yeah. And because um, her dream was to be a wife and a mom. Yeah. So in her in that way, her dream had been fulfilled. Yes. And then she was like, well, is it over? You know, do what do I do now? Yeah. And wow. Now I think she would tell you being, you know, eight years on the other side of being a grandma that he doesn't, that he's, that's true. He keeps his word. He doesn't do less than seasons. And my mom is just incredible. She's confident. She's secure, but she's not loud. Like, I think we think a lot of times loud is being confident, but my mom is, is more quiet. And Yeah. yeah. How many grandkids? Uh... 11 on the way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's right. 10 in the world. Yes, 10 in the one world. one on the way. One on the way. Man, what a um, beautiful next part of the story for you to show yeah. up here 28 weeks pregnant after I read Daughter. But because Did you, you talk, know I was pregnant? I, think, I feel like I knew it at, when I saw you, I was surprised only because most recently I'd read the book. Yes. And read about Rory, your yes. son. But. Because I finished the book before I was pregnant, too. Wow. Okay. Because I feel like you were pregnant when we were in Florida. Um, Were you already pregnant at um, Jay Walker's? uh, Or was it Sadie's? Yes, I was. Yes. Okay. There's one of them where I think I was actually pregnant at Sadie's, too, which was really cool because I had had lost him that weekend. The year Um, before. The year before. That's right. I remember you telling me that. Yes. So going back, that was literally my prayer was God. I, I, I will, but I don't want to go back, yeah. you know, in yeah. the same place. And I didn't, we actually found out literally right before. Oh my gosh. That I was pregnant. Yes. <gasps> it was crazy. I, did you tell Sadie when you were there? Oh that yeah, weekend? yeah, I yeah, did. Yeah. 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 So we both just cried. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Talk about how you hold that because you have Ronnie who's three. Yes. Adorable. You're 28 weeks pregnant. Boy or girl, have you girl. said? A girl. Yes. And in the middle, you're pregnant with Rory yes. and you lose him at uh, 17, 17 weeks. weeks. Yeah. How do you hold all of that? You yeah. have a son that yes. the Lord has. Yeah. You will forever be the mom of a daughter and a son and yeah. a daughter and whoever else comes along. How do you hold the joy of Ronnie? She, I mean, yeah. I walked in the door and she's lit up our office. I mean, how do you hold the joy of her, yeah. the loss of Rory, the excitement yeah. of the next one? Yeah. I think I still call it a loss because it it relates to people quickly. Yeah. But I will say I don't really feel like we lost Rory. Okay. And that is what God has done, I think, wow. just in our family and in my heart 
through walking through that. Um, I say all the time, you know, I enjoy my daughter every single day. I get to experience her. I get to have lunch with her. I see her personality. I'm seeing her grow. And I don't experience Rory in that same way. Yeah. But I do feel like because of Jesus, because of the hope of heaven, like I really do get to experience him every day, just in a different way. Wow. And, um, just really like God really did so much through that season of um, just having him and just walking through deep heartache um, through that, but also just experiencing the depth of God's um, love and tangible presence in a way that I never had before. And I was actually listening to um, Bill Johnson. I love Bill Johnson. Me and my husband both do. And he was talking about pain and he just basically said like pain is something that we won't get to experience in heaven. It's a side of God. It's something that we get to experience with God on earth that we won't experience in heaven. And I really feel that like that, that longing um, I have to meet my son is so deep, um, but it's brought just a closeness between me and God that I didn't have before. And um, just a level of hope, like getting to share that with people and what God has done um, in our family, the reality of heaven that we now live with, that part of me is there. Yeah, You know, like part of me is in heaven and I'll get to see him again, you know? Um, But... I get to talk about him, you know, I just did Sadie's podcast the other day and like, I was like, ask me all the questions about him because I love talking about him because what the enemy truly meant for harm, the death that we experience on this earth, God has brought more life out of. And I would choose it. I would choose to carry him all over again, like with the same outcome, you know, just to be his mom, just to experience the life, you know? Um, were you afraid when you were getting pregnant again? Yeah. 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 I still have moments of fear. Yeah. Um, I literally had a moment in my car the other night where I was like, God, it's, I, my life is yours. Yeah. I've decided that a long time ago. Like it's not up for debate. It's not an option. I, I choose to trust you, but I'm scared. Yeah. And uh, she just kicked. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm good, mom. I'm good. That that has been the coolest thing. I will have moments of fear. Yeah. And just like say, God, I need to feel her. And yeah. like literally like five seconds she'll later, just she'll around. just she'll just kick me like the biggest <laughs> kick. I'm like, okay, I see you, girl. Thank you. You already uh, hear the Holy Spirit. That's awesome. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> mom, mom that's right. what is it? My my goal is is done. Yeah, I've that's accomplished right. as a mom. That's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> yes. right. You get I it. mean, I think I mean, you've experienced this too in breakups where you go, I don't know if I'm brave enough to do this again. Yeah. And people who have lost children, I don't know if I'm brave enough to do this again. Yeah. So, I mean, it, anytime you face so, any kind of loss, the like, am I willing to try again yeah. is, is to me one of the like bravest tries. I agree. Yeah, to re it's, it's so almost scary. like re-entering the room. It's yeah, like, okay, I have to, to believe you again. Yeah. And I very much feel like I'm in that I'm back in that zone again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you think walking through that with Rory, I was like, okay, yeah. my faith is so strong. Yeah. I'm good. 
now I feel like I'm like, okay, I'm actually back here again. Yeah. And I have to yeah. truly trust you over again. Yeah. And now let's finish up our conversation with Lainey. I think you know this. Uh, my sister and her husband had a baby that lived for two months wow. and then passed away two that. summers ago, summer of 22. Wow. And yesterday, a friend of mine called me kind of in a panic. One of their kids was mm -hmm. sick, needed me to come sit with the baby. And wow. one of the things that has happened since my nephew TJ died has been mm -hmm. like, I don't want to take care of kids. Yeah. Not out of pain, but out of like, I don't want anything to happen. Yeah. Like it's been this weird lie that the enemy has planted in me of like, what if you're the person yes. there when something happens? Yep. And so even last night when I was driving to my friend's house, I was like, hey, you babysat in sixth grade. <laughs> like there weren't monitors. When they went to bed, they went yeah. to bed. Babies, children, you go to sleep every night and wake up the next morning. Yeah. And so there are also these times where I think the enemy tries to go, remember how this one time, mm -hmm. this one thing happened? Yes. If if you put yourself anywhere near mm -hmm. that, that, uh, that kind of loss or rejection or pain, mm -hmm. it's going to happen again. Yeah. Right. Yes. Have you experienced that too? Yes. Yeah. Actually, with my aunt, um, my aunt passed away from cancer mm. I'm sorry. 10 years ago, yeah. I think now. Um, and as a kid, I always believed God for healing. Yeah. Like, I remember just laying in my bed at night and just I would pray for all the people I knew who needed healing. And I remember thinking every time I pray for somebody, they get well. Like right, that would happen. Right, right. That would happen. And so right. my faith was so strong. Right. And then when my aunt passed away, I just went through this season where I was like, okay, if you don't heal her, like who do you heal? Wow. If you don't and, heal her, who do you heal? Yeah, because in my mind, she was such a woman of faith. Like, yeah. And she was. Yeah. Um, I, I write about this in the book, but I remember hearing stories of her when she was a kid. She had a lump on her lip. And every night before she would go to bed, she would stand in her mirror and practice how she was going to tell people God healed her. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> I, cool. I love that. Like I, I love that, too. It's impacted my faith journey yeah. so much. Like, I practice that. I'm like, how am I going to tell before this happens? How am yeah. I going to tell people what you did? Yeah. Wow. Um, and so when she passed away, it was like, okay, like, what? What now? Like, do I believe yeah. you for healing? Wow. And I really went through a few years where I never prayed for healing. And yeah, um, one of the early things that happened with Britt, she had a friend on the road with her. And she came up to me and said, Lainey, I really feel to tell you there's healing in your hands. Oh, my gosh. And I just wept, of yes, course, of because course. I felt like God was, like, just bringing that back yeah. to you, like you can believe me for yeah. that and that is who I am yes and I think you know a lot of times when we go through something that we can't explain mm -hmm. about God like something in this world that's broken we think he did it you yeah, know or that right. we put it on him right and I think even just walking through this with Rory like I don't put that on God yeah. I don't I, we live in a broken world. I can't explain it, um, but I know that he says that his plans for me are good and to mm -hmm. prosper me. And um, actually, this is in the book, but I talk about in Jeremiah 29, 11. Oh, my gosh. Um, you like break it down. <laughs> but so I, good. I've known that my whole life, but yeah. I hadn't known that depth. Yeah. Of it. 
And in one of those moments where I was just like, God, how are you going to make this good? I read Jeremiah 20, 29, 11, the original Hebrew and all of that, and just started like just really diving into yeah. it. And when I got to the part about future and read that it it has a meaning for past, uh-huh. it was like God was saying, I'm the one who can step into these things that have already happened. Yes. Your aunt, Rory, like these broken things in your life and bring hope and future out of them and so you know you're not the one that caused this like i i can't put that on you yeah um and if you if you did i just don't see it right 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 (laughs) you know like if if this was like your plan your will for me if that makes sense then i'm just not seeing it right yet like i'm not seeing how it's good because you're good So, and that's a promise and your plans for me are good and they're for future and hope. Like, um, so that has carried me, um, a lot just going back to that, um, promise that even when I can't understand it, like somehow in this, that you were good. Yeah. I, I say this a lot on here, but one of my, probably one of my favorite lyrics ever is a Corey Asbury lyric. And he says, um, the story isn't over if the story isn't good. Yes. Yeah. And I that yeah. like I carry that I with that me. Song. Like the story ain't over if the story isn't good. Yes. Like that's just it. It doesn't yes. mean you're we'll just even in the middle. It. Like yeah, you're just in the middle. You're in the middle of it. Yeah, and like right. God's time is not our time. Like yeah. it, it's it's gonna get better. That's right. It has to. There's always that's redemption. Right. There's that's always right. hope. There's always a new beginning. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait for people to get this book. Um, okay, is there anything we didn't talk about you want to make sure we say? Uh Man, I would just do you pray at the end for yes. people? Do you yeah. want to? I would, I would love, love for to you just to do that. pray. Um, and you too. Like, I feel like you're somebody who knows who you are oh, and you've walked through a lot, like some you've hard seen a lot seasons. of growth. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> just I feel like even just being in different seasons, like praying for the woman who is in the exact season you are, yeah, you know, that's and good. also, you know, just being a new mom and yeah. like the fear and the things yeah. that you can go through. So yeah, if you want to pray too, okay. I love that. You pray first okay. and then I'll pray okay. and we'll be done. That's awesome. good. Thanks, Lainey. God, thank you so much for just this conversation that has brought so much life. God, thank you for Annie and her ministry and just really how she sees people and believes in people and that she would open a space to just talk about um, who you are to us and who we are to you. And God, I just pray for... Um, literally every woman, girl on the other side listening to this podcast who maybe relates to just being in a season of going, who am I? What's my purpose? Or I feel really broken. I feel lonely. I feel like I'm in a waiting season. I'm longing and um, just all the things that we can go through in different seasons of our lives as women and um, as our seasons change and we grow God, I just pray that you would meet them right there, that you would um, just show them your love in just a really real, tangible way, Um, that they would wake up in the morning and just feel your massive arms wrapped around them, God, that that faith would rise in their heart, God, that they would just know that um, you really are a faithful father that you really are good, you really are who you say you are, and that you can be trusted no matter what they're walking through, no matter what life looks like right now, there is hope to come, 
There's hope right where they're at. There's redemption. Um, There's restoration, God, that you can truly make anything good. And um, that's just what you do. And so I pray for faith in their hearts and just a realization um, of who they are, the reality that they get to live in as your daughter, that even though it may not look like um, what they would hope for right now, that they can still believe because faith is truly substance, that faith really is evidence of things we don't see. And just bless them, Lord Jesus, and show them your love. Yeah, and Lord, we just do pray for the people who've experienced great loss in their families and their lives and um, and do not yet see how you're redeeming that. Um, I just thank you for Lainey's testimony, her and Clayton's just like powerful testimony of your redemptive work in the midst of um, not having Rory with them every day. And the same true for our family with TJ and so many other families who know that loss. And so, Lord, I just ask that even today, if all you, um, if all our friends grieving get are just like a glimpse of the end of the story, Mm -hmm. we'd ask for that today. Um, And God, we just, uh, I ask that um, Lainey's story today, the thing that just keeps coming to my mind is that this story would just flow into our lives that we would uh, examine ourselves and see where we are believing that we aren't enough yeah. and that we aren't who you need us to be and that we aren't doing enough or that our lives are too boring, our lives are too un- <laughs> unconsequential. And and God, would you just open our eyes, even today, a conversation at a grocery store or a conversation with a family member or at church or with a friend that we're like, oh man, I'm needed on this planet. Like I'm the only one who can sit in my seat. Would you just do that for us today, God, and um, reestablish our identity as an important part of the story you're telling on earth right now. You picked us to be the grownups right now for some reason. And so we just, uh, we say yes to that. So we love you. We trust you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. You guys, isn't she so great? I know it's just amazing. One of the reasons I'm thankful I've been in this job as long as I've been in this job now is I've gotten to grow up with people. And Lainey and I grew up together. We were a decade apart, but we grew up together. And I am just so thankful for her, for the work she's doing. I'm telling you, this book is the one you want in the hands of the young women in your life, of the women who are growing up, who have grown up and are still figuring some stuff out. It's called Daughter. So make sure you go and get a copy today. Again, put it in some Easter baskets, give it at graduation. It's a beautiful gift. If you have any questions from this episode, drop them in the Q&A box if you're listening on Spotify or send them to us on Instagram at That Sounds Fun Podcast. We'll try to answer them there. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you. Please do something that sounds fun to you and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me, I would love... As you can see, I'm sitting in Nashville. By the time you're hearing this, I'm sitting in New York, and I'm going to have a bagel today. I love the bagels in New York. So y'all have a great week. We'll see you back here on Thursday with my friend and a pastor you know and love, Nick Conley. We'll see y'all Thursday. That sounds fun. That sounds fun. Oh, oh.